Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome in, fine citizens. Happy Throwdown Thursday here on the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And how about this weather? Some golf action later today for me and my uh, great dad, the Doc Guy in the 80s. And we're going to go back down to like, I guess, the 60s next week. But boy, so nice to feel like summer. And we're getting into that summer mode. NBA playoffs heating up. NHL playoffs, of course, heating up. You got the Tigers heating down. Uh, disgusting 9-0 loss against the A's. They have lost three of the four games so far. And just not looking good for the Tigers right now. But still, obviously, a long way to go. And, of course, we've got some great golf to get to. I'm going to give you my uh, Byron Nelson picks. And we're going to get into a little later in the show. A look ahead at what I'm thinking about. As far as the PGA Championship next week, Southern Hills. Next week's my birthday, by the way. Squatch turning the ripe young age of 45 on May 19th. And then the next day, off to Vegas for Pearl Jam, EDC Vegas, the Preakness, and the PGA Championship. So I'm very excited to be from, uh, you know, be able to go out to Vegas for my birthday weekend, but also be able to see my favorite band and enjoy all the great sports and of course, we'll give you all the sights and sounds and flavors and what it's been like or what it is going to be like to be out there for, you know, now a very warm spring weekend. I've been there for a bunch during the winter and into the early part of the spring. Uh, but now it's time to get to Vegas when it's like, I know it was 100 degrees uh, at points this week and next week's me in the 90s. So a lot of pool action, a lot of EDM dance to, and a lot of fun to be had. Let's take a trip, though, to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends, at Bat Rivers, and it is hockey playoff time. We've been giving you nothing but playoff winners on this show, and Bat Rivers has a special offer through 
the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of 10 bucks or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, please call 1-800-270-7117. And we are going to get into my Stanley Cup playoff selections in just a moment. Had a solid night last night, uh, except that silly Kings and Oilers game. Uh, I I gave you a solid winner in Toronto. I gave you a solid winner in St. Louis. But boy, you look like the Oilers were going to get back into that one. They got it to overtime. You know, Anthony Cio, the former Red Wing, had a big goal earlier in that game. Uh, you know, Drysaddle had a couple as well. And in the end, though, it was too much Kings as Kemp scored a buck 12 into the overtime period. And the Kings somehow, someway lead that series 5-2 to two, or 3-2 to two in game uh, through five games. And coming up uh, later tonight, you've got an elimination game. An elimination game for the Edmonton Oilers, who I thought were going to win the series in six games at worst. Uh, that's just the way that playoff hockey is able to do things. Uh, by the way, speaking of a hat trick, uh, the same game parlay offer for Bet Rivers. Tarasenko had one for my St. Louis Blues last night against Minnesota. Remember, I picked St. Louis before the series started, uh, and it's 3 2 St. Louis. They will play an elimination game later tonight as well. But let's get to the Tigers first here. And I know that not a lot of you are really betting on the Tigers right now, or you sh- and you definitely should be. Not a lot of excitement about the Tigers, but, you know, this is a team where there is going to be a point. They might end up not being that great of a team this year, 60, 65 wins. It could happen. I don't think it will. But, you know, they could lose 100 games if they don't start turning the hitting around in the next few weeks to a month or, you know, that kind of a time frame. But there are gonna, there's going to be a time, I feel, where the Tigers will turn the corner and Vegas, you know, the odds makers will have them, you know, kind of put together with some weaker lines, you know, very small favorites against bad teams, huge underdogs against better teams, and you're going to be able to pounce on the Tigers at some point. That's that's not this this point right now. And coming up, uh, you know, for the day game today, 110 Eastern, uh, you've got Bresky on the mound for the Tigers, uh, 0-2, but he did pitch well in that game against the Dodgers where the Tigers beat Clayton Kershaw, they didn't beat Clayton Kershaw specifically, but they won that game as almost a $300 underdog. Uh, Breski does have a 4.20 ERA, and taking a look at the line right here at Bet Rivers, you gotta, you know, the Tigers being favored over the A's right now, I know they're at home, I know the A's are having their, their problems, but this the Tigers should be much closer to even money. And they're minus 121 again, A's plus 102. It's kind of been when the Tigers have been favored for much of this series. And of course, they've only won one of the first uh, four games. Run line, Detroit minus 1.5 plus 175. A's plus 1.5 minus 225. And the total, 7.5 over plus 102. Under minus 121. A lot of times, when you go from a day a night game to a day game, you look at the under, uh, you know, unless maybe there's just a really bad pitching matchup, the, the two uh, pitchers, or at least one of them allows a ton of runs. Uh, and you would lean on an under. I'm staying away from this game completely. There's no value for me. You know, you would think that Detroit would be, uh, you know, the play here because just the law of averages when it comes to playing a five-game series. And are they really going to lose the series four games to one? But there's just no trust. There's no value. There is no confidence in the Tigers lineup right now. Obviously, as we mentioned uh, this week, Akil Badu uh, was sent down, uh, hitting a paltry under 150. 
And it's just the Tigers have really, really, really been scuffling at the plate. No value to me in this game whatsoever. If you're a Tigers fan, I say you hope the game wins. Hope it gets done. Uh, let's take a look at the NBA playoff action coming up on Thursday night. And before we do that, just wanted to mention that Bob Lanier, the legend, the dauber, passed away at 73 yesterday. I actually got the news late at night. It came out early in the morning, if you want to look at it that way, almost 2 a.m. And immediately, like, I, I never really got a chance to see Bob Lear. I was very young when his career was ending. But I've met him, and I've seen, obviously, tons of highlights. My dad was a huge fan. Many of my friends' parents were huge fans. And what an ambassador for the game. And I, I found this really cool story about Bob Lanier that I wanted to share with you here before we get into the NBA playoff action for tonight. This came in September of uh, 2018. Lanier was talking, doing, they were doing an in-depth piece on him. And he was talking about his life and career. And he said, quote, when I was still playing in Milwaukee, I was getting gas at a gas station on, I think it was Center Street. And if you don't remember, I'm stopping the quote here. He played for Milwaukee after he played for the Pistons. All right, back to the quote. A guy came up to me and said, my dad is sick and you're his favorite player. Could you come up to the house and say hello to him? The house is right next door. So I went over and went upstairs. The guy was laying there in his bed. His son said, this is Bob. And he was like, I know. And he just had a little smile, a twinkle in his eye. And he grabbed my hand and squeezed it. And we said a little prayer. About two weeks later, his dad had died. And he left a card at the Bucks office just saying, thank you for making one of my dad's finals days, final days into a good day. And that's the, by all accounts, that's the kind of guy that Bob Lanier was. I've talked to many people that covered him that, you know, were around in that era uh, in my, you know, the media business. And just, there's a reason the guy was an ambassador for the NBA for, you know, years and years. And uh, beloved here in Detroit, beloved in Milwaukee, beloved, uh, you know, going back to his, uh, to his college days and what he was able to do, uh, you know, for a program that for a long time uh, at St. Bonaventure didn't have success. Then they had success when they beat UCLA recently in the NCAA tournament. He's obviously got his number retired there. His number retired with the Pistons in the box, number 16, of course. And what a what a career for Bob Lanier. You know, for a long time, he was the Pistons leader in scoring and rebounds. And I believe it was Lamb Beer that took over the rebounds. And Isaiah Thomas, of course, the scoring eight-time All-Star NBA All-Star Game MVP in 74, uh, and just, uh, you know, an incredible human being by all accounts. O almost 20,000 points, averaged 20 a game, almost 10,000 rebounds, averaged 10 a game, and over 1,100 blocks exactly, uh, about 1.5 blocks a game for Bob Lanier. So may he rest in peace. I know he meant a lot to a lot of you listening, a lot of people that maybe are a little older as well that saw him play, and definitely a Detroit legend taken well before his time. And the report is, that he was battling a uh, you know a short illness um, and succumbed to that. The Bob Lanier will never be forgotten here in the Detroit area. Let's get to the playoff games, though, coming up later tonight. Philly hosting the Heat. The Heat with their nice dominating win in game number five. They lead the series three games to two. Of course, you know, you look at Joel Embiid back in this series. Can it be enough for Philadelphia to get back in this series and, and force the game seven? And it's tough because after you see a you know a team like Miami win 120 to 85 and and yes it was on on the road but when you're going down by 35 points in the playoff late in the series that is a problem James Harden after the great game in game number 4 14 points you know Joel Embiid he did have 17 and 5 Miami such balanced scoring 23 from the Butler did it 19 from Struss 12 from Adebayo 10 from Tucker 15 from Vincent 10 off the bench from Hero and Vincent as well uh, 13 for Oladipo. Just balanced effort, and if that's the kind of effort Miami has in this game, this series is over. 
But Philly, back at home, minus 2.5 right now. Bet Rivers, minus 112. Heat, plus 2.5, minus 110. The Sixers' money line, minus 136. Miami, plus 114. And the total, 207. And it's over and under both, minus 110. Remember, we talked about how I liked the over in the last game. And uh, it was right there. It was right there for, you know, the offing. And in the end, uh, it didn't happen. Or actually, I'm sorry, in the end, it did happen. But it's one of these things where, you know, these the, the, the basketball totals, you know, the, the first round, early on in the first round, all the unders were hitting. Then towards the middle to like the latter stages of the first round, it seemed like things were evening out a little bit. You had a lot more, you know, overs hitting that were earlier on. But then it went back towards the unders. And now we're seeing that again. We've had obviously some overs hit, and I've given you a couple of them. But, you know, in this, this game tomorrow or later tonight, 207 to me seems like a low number because the, the the Sixers are going to do whatever they can, even if that means an extra, you know, five or six fouls late in the game if they're losing and just to keep the series going. And to me, this is the classic situation where I would lean on the over. It's not a, you know, a full half unit type play for me, but it's a definite lean on the over. But as far as the game is concerned, I trust that Philly can get back on track at home like they did in game number four. And I and I don't mind laying the 136 on the money line. I'm not going to take the 2.5 because Philly could win this game by a point or two. But I, I mean, if you want to look at a parlay with Philadelphia, minus the 136 and the over 207, of course, that would pay plus 225. So $100 wins you 225. If you wanted to do a $50 parlay, it would pay you 112.50. So I, that's one you know, way I'm going to play this game. And I'm also going to take Philly by themselves, minus the 136 on the money line. I think the series does go back to Miami for game seven, even though Miami whacks the Sixers in game number five. There's there's no, you cannot discount enough home court advantage in the NBA playoffs. It's just one of those things where it even just the start of a game can be so different if you're at home and you take a 15-point lead or you, you, know, you get up seven or eight points early and you just have the momentum and the energy of the crowd that can really hurt in opposing teams' moxie and, fee and confidence level. I think the Sixers get off to a good start, and I think they do win this game. So the Sixers, for me, are a half-unit play on the money line, minus 136. Now, this Phoenix-Dallas series, this has been very, very interesting. I pegged all these games except for one, but I definitely was wrong about Dallas in game number five. They got their asses kicked much like Philadelphia did. And 110-80 was the final there. And we talked in this game about leading on the under, and that hit as well. Under was 215, and obviously he only got to 190, or two, yeah, 190 points. And Devin Booker with 28 just led the way and was too much for Dallas. And then you look at this one now in a closeout game. The Suns lead the series 3-2 to two in Dallas for game number uh, 6. You have Phoenix minus 2 right now, Bet Rivers minus 112. Dallas plus 2, minus 110. The money line for Phoenix, minus 129. And the Mavs plus 108. And the total, 212. Over under minus one ten, you know this is. A, I'm going to stay away from this game. I, I would lean on the Dallas Mavericks. I think they can get this back to Phoenix, much like I believe Philadelphia can. The Mavericks are getting points at home, but Phoenix is such a good team, and they've done such a good job in making letting Doncic score, but not other role players, guys like Brunson and others that are an important factor. If the, the obviously the Mavs are going to win games, and how they were able to you know, win the, their previous series and get to the semifinals. So I'm going to stay away from the game. I do lean on Dallas to win this based, based on being at home and the way the series has gone. Uh, but I do look at this this game as 
something where if Dallas can win game six and get it back to my uh, Phoenix for game seven, Suns might be a seven and a half point favorite. That's where I would definitely lean on Dallas plus the points again. Like I, I know I was wrong about it in game number uh, five, but that's a, just a ton of points for a game seven, winner take all type of game. And Dallas does have the ability with Doncic to score 40 plus points and to play some solid defense in big moments. I mean, it's it's all about this game or this series and, and this Dallas Mavericks team and the success they had, obviously, in the first round uh, when they were able to, in my opinion, I mean, listen, they were not like a big, big underdog. But to me, Utah was the better team. And Utah just got befuddled by the Mavs. I mean, it started with that game where they blew them out. The Mavs 102 to 77 and then were able to win the series uh, a few days later in that close one, the 98 to 96 game. And it's it's all about the supporting cast. And Doncic is going to be able to get his. It's kind of it's kind of what Phoenix has said. We're going to let Luka Doncic score his, but not anybody else. It's it's got to be Brunson doing stuff. It's got to be Finney Smith doing stuff. It's got to be Bullock, you know, getting the things done that he's been able to do. And and, and Powell and Dinwiddie off the bench, and uh, of course Kleber. So that is why I believe if, if Dallas can win this game in a game seven, they would have the value at the plus points there. So that's where we're at with our NBA games. Coming up uh, later tonight, it's a 7 o'clock start in Philly and a 9.30 start in Dallas. Let's take a look at the Stanley Cup playoff action coming up here later tonight. We've got uh, another four-pack of games. Some series could end uh, on the final whistle tonight, starting with Carolina and Boston. Carolina leading that series. Gave you the Hurricanes uh, the other day. They're up 3-2 to two in that series. They had a nice win uh, to get this series back the way uh, with them in front being the big favorite in the series. Now they go to Boston, and the Bruins, small favorite, trying to stave off elimination, minus 127, plus 110 on the money line. Bruins puck line, minus 1.5, plus 190. Hurricanes, plus 1.5, minus 235. Total 6 over, plus 105. And the under, minus 124. It's a very tricky game. I lean on uh, the Hurricanes ending the series, getting the plus 110, but no official selection here. There's no value to me in taking the Hurricanes plus one and a half, minus 235. Definitely not laying the one and a half on Boston plus 190. The total right where I think it should be. So this is a stay away game for me. Hurricanes and Bruins game number six. This upcoming game is not a stay away game for me. And I've only been wrong about this series once so far. Toronto up three to two in their series against the Lightning. It shifts back to Tampa. We've had goal explosions in this series. I've talked about the total and take, giving you some overs, and they've obviously been successful. We're not going to touch the total in this one, but Tampa, minus 132. The Maple Leafs, plus 114. We're going to bang a full unit play on the Maple Leafs to finally win uh, you know, a playoff series. It's been so hard for them to win them, uh, and for them to be able to win this game on the road. I like the value of the plus 114. The Lightning on the puck line, by the way, minus 1.5, plus 175. Maple Leafs, plus 1.5, minus 210. The total, 6.5. Over minus 121. A lot of times you don't see a six and a half total with you know having to lay money on the over, but we're seeing a lot of goals scored in these playoffs here. And then the six and a half uh, going under is plus 102. But a full unit play on the Maple Leafs, plus 114 to end that series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Minnesota and St. Louis has been a very fascinating series. Remember, I gave you St. Louis to win this series outright before the playoffs started, even though they were a slight underdog in this one. And now you got an elimination game for the Minnesota Wild. This game in St. Louis in game number six. It'll be a 9.30 start from the Arch City. This is basically an even game. 
Blues minus 108, Wild minus 107 at Bet Rivers, Blues minus 1.5, plus 215 on the puck line, Minnesota plus 1.5, minus 265, the total 6.5, over minus 103, and the under is minus 117. And I'm going to go with the homestanding Bruins, full unit play for me. They're going to end this series in St. Louis. I'll lay the 108 on St. Louis. Then the nightcap. This series has been frustrating for me. I've been wrong a couple times in this series. I still believe in the end the Oilers will win this. But the Kings, with a big overtime win uh, in game number five, now they'll get it going in game number six in Los Angeles. They were able to win that game on the road. Edmonton trying to stave off elimination. Oilers a minus 143 favorite on the road. Kings plus 126. Puck line Edmonton, minus 1.5 plus 165. Kings plus 1.5 minus 200. Total 6.5 over even money in the under minus 118. I mean, I looked at the total. I thought, are we going to see a lot of goals scored in this game? You know, a tight Oilers team that doesn't want to allow a lot of odd man rushes and obviously is, you know, trying to steal off elimination. So it looked like the under was the play, but I'm not going to lay the 118. I mean, this easily could get in the 7-8 goal range if things get lit up later in the game. I'm not laying 143 on the Oilers on the road, even though I believe that they're going to win this game. And I'm definitely not laying a, a goal and a half either way, getting uh, a goal, you know, laying the goal and a half on the Oilers or getting a goal and a half with the Kings plus, minus 200. So I'm just going to tell you, I think Edmonton wins this game, so do that what you may. Uh, but I'm definitely not laying anything on the Oilers or Kings in this one. As I've told you many times on this show, you don't just bet to bet. You got to pick your spots. All right. Uh, and we do have an early look ahead line for Friday uh, with the Florida Panthers getting a big win in game number uh, five. They get it done five to three. They'll try to close out their series in Washington. They're minus 195 for the 730 start. The Caps plus 160 right now at Bet Rivers. And then also the AT&T Byron Nelson. It is the last tournament before we get to the PGA Championships, uh, PGA Championship in Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma next week. And we're going to do a full preview on that coming up in just a minute. But for me, I do have some plays for you. And obviously, depending on when you've listened to, listened to the show, the tournament already started. But the cool thing about Bet Rivers is you're able to bet this as it goes. And you could, you know, see maybe after day one where some of my picks are, you know, if a guy maybe is kind of basically two or three shots off and has the same kind of odds pre-tournament, or maybe someone's a little further off and you get even better odds, or one of my guys that I like uh, is, you know, close to the leaderboard, or, you know, close to leading or in the lead, but you still get some decent value on them. Uh, that's when you can bang some stuff live here on Bet Rivers. And for me, I've got five plays for you. Uh, Jordan Spieth right now at Bet Rivers is 18 to 1. I do have a full unit play on Jordan Spieth. I think this course suits him really well. He's done obviously well in Texas before. Uh, so I like a play on Spieth. He's the one, you know, kind of favorite in the top tier uh, of the guys that I have taken in this tournament. Doc Redmond. This definitely this course really suits him. And you look at Doc Redmond way down the list here. Uh, you got to look for guys sometimes that are 100 to 1 or more. He's 125 to 1 at uh, Bet Rivers right now, and that's a, a quarter unit play on Doc Redmond. Just to give you an example, let's say you normally bet, you know, $25 on a golfer. So let's say you bet, you know, $9 on Doc Redmond. That pays $1,125 based on whatever your unit is. So Doc Redmond is definitely my long shot play at the Byron Nelson. I also like the big bad wolf, Matthew Wolf, uh, who definitely has shown at times some really good form this year. I think this course also suits him well. You can get Matthew Wolf right now at 90 to 1 
at bet rivers the problem is matthew wolf falls apart a lot in the third or fourth round or towards the end of the fourth round when he's contending or has been in a position to have a chance to contend but that's why you're getting nine to one and i have a, a half unit play on matthew wolf seamus power having an incredible season working his way up the fedex cup standings that a chance uh you know to obviously win tournaments and i like seamus power as well this week you look at his odds right now up at over 40 to one uh, i've got a half unit play on seamus power and then lanto peter griffin my man lanto griffin uh you got a lot, a lot of value with lanto griffin right now at bat rivers where it's guys like as i mentioned that are in that kind of 100 to you know or you know 75 or so to 150 range where you could definitely get a, a tremendous amount of value uh griffin's been bet down to 60 to 1 he was around 70 or so 75 to 1 uh, but right now, Pet Rivers, that could change after the first round. 60 to 1 for Lanto Griffin. I've got a half unit play on Lanto Griffin as well. We've got six outright so far this year on the show, and obviously a lot of top fives and top tens. Let's get an outright winner. It's been about a month or so. It's been our last outright winner. So let's get it done. Jordan Spieth, Doc Redman, Matthew Wolf, Seamus Power, Lanto Griffin are my ATT Byron Nelson picks. And speaking of golf, you know, there's not many things I love more than betting golf. The best value in, in, in sports betting, I believe, is on horses and golf. I'm going to give you my look ahead to the PGA Championship and four plays that I'm on right now that you can bet early uh, at Bet Rivers and get some value on that. We'll get to that coming up straight ahead on the Throwdown Thursday edition of the Detroit CityCast, brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today, in addition to their welcome bonus. Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 270 7117. So let's take a look ahead at the PGA Championship next weekend. My birthday weekend, Southern Hills, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's a par 70, 7,100, and 31-yard uh, course. And it's going to be a really, really, really interesting tournament. Uh, this is a course that really sets up for those, you know, hitters that are great with their iron play, that have the ability to not lose too much on, on you know, strokes gained approach. It's not going to be as big for, you know, the big bopping drivers. You can not have to drive the ball a million yards and still be successful. The ball strikers are definitely going to do very well at this course. So as we've talked about betting golf a lot on the show and how valuable it is, you know, of course you can do it week to week, which, which I do, and I give you picks, you know, every week on the show here. But when you get things like the majors and you have the chance to bet them weeks in advance, you know, we're a little over a week out now, you know, a week out, depending on when you listen to the show, the odds are going to shift as soon as the Byron Nelson is over. There's going to be a lot of money that will pour in for people that don't bet early. And I'm not telling you you need to bet early all the time when it comes to majors. But I think a week out is pretty good. You see what kind of form people are in. You know, you see what maybe the weather forecast is going to be, if it's going to be windy or rainy or really hot. And you can tell, you know, maybe a little more formulation of what you want to do with your selections. I'm going to have more than the four I'm going to give you today. Because for majors, I have anywhere between four to seven, sometimes even eight when it comes on outrights because there is so much value in a major, I mean, you have such great fields and you've got players 
that really are, are going to be longer odds that really will have a chance to win because you have such a great field, even though they're going to be in the 30 to 70, even 100 to 1 range. I mean, last year, Phil Nicholson, obviously, who, how many people thought he was going to win the, the PGA last year? He's a defending champ. He was 100 to 1 plus. So I think that you're going to see some of the guys I'm going to give you now, the odds go down on them at Bet River. Some will stay the same. Some might go even go up. But I've got four plays for you. We're going to talk much more about this on the shows next week, and we'll talk about the top fives and top tens. I have another props and specials that Bet Rivers is going to offer because they do that for all the majors and, and, and for a lot of just regular golf tournaments as well when it comes to bet boosts and different promos and profit boosts as well, which you always want to use uh, when you have a chance to, to use them. So for me, I'm going to start with this. You know, I I gave you Scheffler and the Masters. I know for some of you, a lot of you that I've talked to and I've seen stuff on social media, you did bet Scheffler, even though he was the hottest player in the world. He definitely was one of the top five favorites. But to me, anywhere between 11 to 15 to 1, there was definitely value there, even though those aren't the kind of guys I like taking. I don't like really taking, you know, anyone that's in the top two, three, four, or five favorites week to week. Now, there's obviously weeks I will do that. But for the majors, it's a little different because the majors bring out the best in these golfers. And it's it's you don't normally see random players win majors. Sometimes you do. I mean, think about John Daly's miracle run in the PGA years ago. You're going to see it happen sometimes, but most of the time it's going to be a top-level player, a guy like a Scheffler, a guy like a Rob, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson in their prime, guys like that. So I'm going to be, this is, in a way, it's almost like a hedge. And right now you got Scott Scotty Scheffler, 10-1 to 1 at Bet Rivers. Going back-to-back in majors, we know is very tough. We know that it doesn't happen often, especially these days where there's so many good players and there's no super dominant guy like a Jack Nicholas or an Arden Palmer, obviously, or, or a Tiger Woods or someone like that. But when you look at Scheffler, you have to have at least a unit on Scheffler. I mean, this guy is the best player in the world. His game seems to improve each and every week. He's way more mature than his 25 years of age. His wins came on tough courses like TBC Scottsdale and Bay Hill. Shows how he obviously can play well in difficult conditions. He won the WGC match play which shows he has the patience to stay sharp at all times and not really ever let up. And, of course, the decisive win at the Masters shows his game is major ready. He's also played well at Southern Hills before. In the 2015 Big Ten Championship, his U of T Texas team won the title and Scheffler won the individual championship. So for me, Scheffler is definitely a buy. I have a unit play on Scotty Scheffler in a way. When I say hedge, I think he's got a great chance to win, but you're taking the favorite of the tournament. And I rarely, like when John Rahm was 4-1 to one in Mexico, I didn't touch him. Yeah, he won the tournament, and then Rory was the favorite the next week. I didn't touch either of them. It's very rare the favorite wins. And in the Masters, the favorite hasn't won since 2005. I mentioned that to you. It was Tiger Woods the last time the favorite had won. So, of course, I didn't take Rahm, and I believe Justin Thomas and him were tied for co-favoritism. So, I do have a, a full unit play on Scotty Scheffler. I gave you a play on Jordan Spieth in the AT&T, Byron Nelson. If he wins the Byron Nelson, I'm going to probably, you know, back away from telling you to take Jordan Spieth. Uh, if you wanted to, I mean, obviously, I, I'm going to take, I, I have these four plays already bet. But I'm going to tell you that if Spieth wins the, the Byron Nelson, hopefully you took my play and you won some money on that, I don't think he's going back-to-back weeks. That being said, if he doesn't win the Byron Nelson, I think Jordan Spieth is heating up. That miscut at the Masters, I think, woke him up. He's been working very, very hard in his tee to green game, which is important at Southern Hills. Uh, you know, you look at the, the fact that he has the, the you know chance to win the career Grand Slam with the PGA being the only thing left. Um, you know, I just think, I think Spieth... This is a perfect kind of where his odds are at right now, 20 to 1 at Bet Rivers. And what he's been able to do recently, 
uh, after the Masters cut and just the way that he's played, even leading into the Masters, where, you know, this guy was, I don't want to say he was forgotten, but his game was just whacked until late last year, and then things really started coming together, got a win, and, and really has had some success. So I like Jordan Spieth at 20-1. to 1. If you listen to this show, you know it's no secret I am a huge Will Zalatoris guy. It's only a matter of time before he wins a major or multiple majors. I gave him out, uh, I mean, I wasn't doing the show last year for the Masters, but I gave him out on another show I was doing, and boy, we almost cashed for five grand on like a $50 bet. Zalatoris, you know, obviously finished in second, had a chance for a, you know, a, to take the lead on Hideki Matsuyama in the early part of that round. And there was that two-shot swing where Zalatoris should have birdied, Matsuyama should have bogeyed, Matsuyama ended up parring, and Zalatoris missed the birdie putt. The one thing that that can, you know scares me about Zalatoris right now is sometimes his putting game is not on par, no pun or pun intended. But thirty-three to one, absolutely love the value of Will Zalatoris, and then another guy who I think has a great chance at Southern Hills. Another guy who I think that this uh, you know, course fits uh, the style of play is Shane Lowry. He is also at 33-1. to 1. He's been on the cusp of doing big things. I feel like he's ready to break out. His T-degree game is better than a lot of people think it is. He's played well in courses like Beth Page and Bell Reef and Oakmont. Those courses are a lot like Southern Hills. So I think you got to give a little love to my man, Shane Lowry. So those are the four look-ahead plays I have for the PGA Championship. Lowry and Zalatoris at 33-1. to 1, Jordan Spieth at 20-1. to 1, And as I said, I don't want to call it a hedge, but in a way it is because you're taking the favorite, and I rarely will do that, but Scotty Scheffler is too good not to have a full unit play on. I might actually even make it a unit and a half play if the odds maybe go up a little bit, 11 to 1, 12 to 1. Uh, but I have a full unit play on it so far. I have a full unit play on all these golfers uh, that I just gave you the four. But I'm going to probably have at least six, if not seven. We'll have some props, some top fives, some top tens leading into the tournament next week. But let's uh, let's get a win with our guys at uh, the AT&T Byron Nelson, which gets started today. All right, that's going to do it for me here on this fine Throwdown Thursday. Hope you're enjoying this beautiful weather in Michigan. I'm headed out there to play some golf with my dad, the Doc Guy. Uh, we will talk tomorrow. I'm looking forward to this. We're going to talk tomorrow on the Fantastic Friday show about the Detroit Lions and some stuff we're starting to hear from players, from national media, some very interesting sentiment about the Detroit Lions and what they could be in 2022 and also some very interesting odd shifts in some futures markets one of them including dan campbell so we'll get to that coming up on the fantastic friday show until then keep reaching for the stars believe in the dream dan leach the squatch saying so long i'm out